I don't want to hear any shit. I'm going to warn you right now. It's Thanksgiving weekend. Still, I'm still feeling a little fat kiddish from the, the celebrating feast that we had Thursday and yesterday. And I'm keeping it going tonight. Here's a fact. My favorite pizza place closes at 8 o'clock. And it's about a 15-minute drive over there. So I've got to end this at 740 Lord's Time Zone so that I can go get pizza. Am I cutting off my own stream to fulfill my fat kid desires? Yeah. Yeah, I am. If you got a problem with it, this ain't the channel for you, bro. What's up, new guy? My name's James, also known as the Fat Kid. Check that. Degenerate75, and I'm here to help you get a little bit better at NFL DFS. If you don't know, this should be a really tough. You're often getting kicked in the nuts, and you're doing so many things wrong that you don't even realize it. There's a million of these shows on YouTube and everywhere else where they'll give you their picks and core plays. We don't do that shit around here. We focus on a little thing called the process. That sounds interesting. Hang around for the next... 39 minutes because the big guy's got to go grab a pizza. And if you find you like the cut of my jib, I encourage you to check out that schedule right there, you mother father. I do this show every Saturday night, 7 o'clock in the Lord's Time Zone. I also do a Monday night and Thursday night show, believe it or not, on Monday and Thursday. I do a first look on Tuesday, and I do college football and PGA. And coming in 2024, I even do NASCAR. The big guy never sleeps, you mother father. Let's get going because I can't, I can't rush the show and then take my time getting to ship. Hit the like, guys. For every 50 likes we get, we will be drawing. Uh, from the chat, I will also be spinning the wheel for all of you motherfathers that gave me a nice uh, like and retweet over on Twitter. I appreciate you guys doing that. Uh, and uh, 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 we'll build a lineup together. If you ask a question, you ask up to two questions in the chat. You ask more than two questions, your ass is disqualified. I am enforcing that shit because some of you abuse the shit out of the questions. All right? Let's get going. First place, you're stepping on your dick. Contest selection. We actually have a five uh, a five fifty five million maker up tomorrow, right? That that's pretty rare. I don't I, I don't I don't ever play a million maker, so this shit always catches me off guard. They got the big twenty dollar millionaire maker. You're gonna go toss your two lineups in there, and you'd be like, man, if I would have just switched out this one guy, I would have won a million bucks instead of just sixty. And like, you'll always do that, and you'll always have the dream. And if that's all you want TFS to be, that's fine. But if you ever want to quit blowing through your money at a consistent rate, where you're a deposit king and keep DraftKings afloat. Even though they don't have the best business uh, structure, then do it. But if that is not what you want to do, stop playing in that fucking contest, Bob. Just stop playing in it, right? You put 150 in it, I'll leave you alone, okay? If you max in or any contest, I'll just assume you know what you're doing if you got that kind of capital to be investing. But if you don't, don't. Where I'm at, I love the single entries, I love the three maxes, but more than that, I love smaller fields. I love to play in contests that have less than one to 2,000 entrants in it because if you have a lineup where seven or eight guys do well, not even nut a place. Just do well. You'll be amazed how much of a sweat you'll have to really win a GPP and to, and, and to have your sweat. And to me, DFS is about enjoying the process and building your lineups, you know, building lineups that can compete, but then also enjoying the sweat. If you never get any sweats out of this, then why the hell are you even playing? Uh, as always, I, this is a time of year where you can also find some overlays on satellites and multipliers and stuff like that. So always be looking at that. Uh, look at the weirder formats like tiers and superflex. Sometimes you'll catch overlays over there, and there's no better EV than getting your money in on contests where there is an overlay, right? So as always, you know what I'm going to tell you. Look at these contests when you go get in them, right? There's three big things you should look at. You should look at the number of contestants, 356,000 people. <laughs> Good fucking luck, pal. You're not going to beat them, right? This is a but this this contest does check the other two boxes though, right? Great payout structure in that first place is only 10% of the entire prize pool. Those are the best types of structures, right? 10th place is 120th of first. We like that to be 110th and we also like half uh, second place to be half of first, so it checks two of those boxes, right? So this is a solid contest other than the fact that there's 9 bajillion people in them and you probably have a better chance of getting struck in your testicles on two different days. One lightning bolt on each 
uh, nut. All right, there you go. Hey, right, if you want to know what contest you should be in, go get mine, you mother father. This is my five dollar three max. It is a flat payout structure. It is a reduced rate, and it is building my community. I really appreciate you when you guys hop in there. The editor is going to toss it right over here in the chat, so there's no excuse for your lazy ass to not be in there. A shout out to double winners last week: Reg Legs and in it. Impeccably coming up. There you go. It took me a hard, I had to sound it out. I got pizza on the mind, okay? Look at that guy in third place. High battery. That's a pretty cool avatar, to be honest. That's pretty cool. What is that? It looks like Guy Fieri doing the flavor town. All right. Let's get to it. If you haven't noticed, props have been doing very well. I am going to be adding props to my website in 2024. Uh, not for $1 million a month, but for $9.99 because prop bags are fun. Uh, we're doing well. If you follow these, we've been hitting two out of three every freaking slate. It'd be nice if we could get back to hitting three out of three. Here's some that we, using our projections that we get from the Rosetta Stone. These are some ones that we have identified some value when we go to our NFL prop picks, right? The first one up, Calvin Ridley under Four and a half receptions. Uh, everybody is going to overreact to him, but Calvin Ridley has really just got it done on about two and a half spike weeks this year. And overall, he's just not the usage monster that he was last week. That game, everybody is thinking he's going to get it, but you have Zay Jones there, you have Evan Ingram, you have uh, uh, Kirk, you have ETN catching out of the backfield. I think Calvin Ridley easily gets lost in the fray. We only have him projected at five and a half targets, and that probably equals about four or less receptions. We're taking the under on his receptions. Next up, Desmond Ritter. Old slapdick Desmond Ritter back um with that conservative offense but we really love that game environment the projections show uh with with those two teams playing in that dome desmond ritter is likely to probably get over 200 yards passing so to get a 192.5 passing total we like the over on that and then lastly we've got saquon barkley people are going to stack him he is the only hope for the giants but i think teams are going to realize that old tommy devito tommy de sucks and that you should probably stop saquon it is not a great uh running environment for uh, for him, we're taking the under on his 70 and a half rushing yards. Those are the prop bets. I encourage you to track them. We're doing very well, Adam. We're still at about, uh, I believe it, uh, we just ran it the other day. It's still like 66% or so, it's literally two thirds. We got, we started out at like 90, then came back down to earth a little bit. Still doing well. All right. Hey, if I'm going to be that guy that says I'm not going to give you picks and plays, well, then I better give you a process tip of the week. And this week, I'm, it's no different. I'm going to give you one, you mother father. All right. Understanding the value injuries can bring to your stacks. All right. A lot of times guys will say, oh, no, T. Higgins is out. I, I, I can't play Joe Burrow. Now he's missing one of his best wide receivers. Or let's, let, let's use a more relevant example because Joe Burrow's dead. Uh, let's use tomorrow. Let's say, let's say our dude Hollywood Brown, Boomer Sooner, is out tomorrow. Right? Everyone, well, I can't play Kyler now. He's missing his best wide receiver. Well, no, I actually think this is the reason you should play Kyler. When there's injuries to, to the better wide receivers for a quarterback, especially good quarterbacks like Kyler Murray, it – only increases the value of that stack. Two major reasons. One, it makes that stack much more cheaper because the most expensive receiver's gone, and now guys like Greg Dortch or Rondell Moore or, in the Bengals example, guys like Irwin and Boyd now become so much more viable to stack with your quarterback. So, A, the stack becomes more affordable. But more than that, and more important than the price savings, is the usage, right? Whenever a quarterback or whenever a good wide receiver is out, that quarterback is still likely to throw the same amount of passes. And if that guy was getting 20% of the usage, well, then you probably got to take that 20% of the usage and pass it off to the tight ends and the running backs and the other wide receivers. That usage has to go somewhere if 
they continue to pass at the same rate, which they often do. You never see a 20% decline because a second wide receiver's out or a first wide receiver's out. So whenever I see a quarterback who's missing one of his wide receivers, they might not even be somebody who's on my radar to play stacks that week, but when I see that, it instantly makes me like them more, right? If I got word that somebody like Michael Pittman was out tomorrow, Garner Minshew, I mean, he's not going to be out. I'm just using an example here, Bob. Garner Minshew would skyrocket up my interest of guys that I would want to stack because you would have to assume that big usage that Michael Pittman has has to go somewhere, and now I'm getting a very cheap stack with guys and increased usage, and now that allows me to go get the real good pieces at other positions because my my stack is so cheap so the process tip of the week so many people fail to realize this when there's injuries to good wide receivers it increases the value of your stacks and should make you want to play that team and that stack more than you would otherwise okay there you go that's your process tip of the week keep hitting that like button you mother fathers i see 100 people in here only 59 likes that means we have roughly about 40 donkeys Hey, you see this right here? You see my name, DGen75? That's because I'm a sweaty mother father that uploads projections and ownership for NFL, NFL Showdown, College Football, College Football Showdown, PGA, PGA Showdown, and soon-to-be NASCAR. And I load it all right here into this thing called The Solver, which is the best optimizer out there. I know you're thinking, man, I'm a casual player. I can't afford those $100 uh, optimizers. And honestly, they're not fucking worth it. If you're a casual player and you pay $100 for uh, 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 an optimizer, just 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 know you hate money, right? You hate money. You probably have a lot of credit card debt, I would assume. But if you ever want to be a casual player, you're playing 20 bucks a week and you want to be able to make good lineups based on good projections and not have to remortgage your house. Well, that's what the, that's what the solver does. It does everything that a great uh, optimizer does. It takes projections that makes the best versions of your player pool and it puts them out there and it does it in an affordable way, right? And it not only does that, if you like what I do, it comes with my projections and my ownership preloaded in, right? It says right there. That's me. And Here's the best part. All the way through tomorrow, they're having a Black Friday sale. Use code NFL50 when you check out, right? And make sure you use my little landing page, which I close like a dipshit, but it'll have my little showdown hoedown symbol on there. When you go to sign up using my landing page, which, hell, I bet the editor could put over here in the freaking chat, then you just put NFL50 in the code, and it will get you half off of the NFL. Absolutely incredible deal. Now you're getting the optimizer, the NFL optimizer, for $17 a month. That's not, that's not the optimizer. That's the optimizer and all my projections and ownership in there yeah I, if you play five dollars a week that's worth it right so there you go if you've ever wanted to try out an optimizer do it now but be warned that should be oh really addicting really addicting all right gotta get to it i can already taste the pizza i cannot guy in the back no you're not getting any pizza go back to bed all right uh good. let's check out some weather tomorrow i haven't even looked at the weather so we're gonna do this together okay uh, Atlanta, something tells me the dome is going to be uh, very nice. Very nice conditions. That's that's what it tells me. Oh, I see Bengals uh, chance with some rain and showers. Let's watch that. Not that I needed a reason to fade those two shitty-ass teams. Offensively speaking, okay? Offensively speaking, we're playing fantasy football, all right? And they're not good. Oh, chance it rains and wins against the Titans and the Panthers. Once again, two shitty teams. You throw some bad weather at me, out like a fat kid in dodgeball. Colts and the Bucks. Oh, it's going to be showers, but they're in a dome. They don't give a shit. This is why dome games are the best. And you got to know this new guy around here. We love dome. Uh, new England and the Giants. Um, yeah, a little concerning, but not as concerning as just how bad they are. Uh, Texans and Jaguars going to be mega chalk. Look, there could be some rain, but it don't matter when you win a dome, baby. It's funny to see that Denver has the clearest weather. Uh, looks like it's actually going to be really nice there. The Cardinals in a dome. We're not worried. Raiders in a dome. We're not worried. And the Eagles. Ooh, Philadelphia. Little little slight chance of rain. That'd be interesting. I hope some showers get there and they just run the ball the whole game and all the Allen and Hurt stack go down in flames. So 
Funny thing is, it looks like we're really only considering the weather at two games that we're really already considering fading anyways because they're kind of slapdick teams, right? They're, 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 hey, if you can't handle the truth, get out of here. Jesus, I just realized Florida's about to beat Florida State. I mean, I know it's early, but Florida State don't even have a pulse. Uh I, I wish there was a way they could both lose. All right, let's get over to the stone. This is the Rosetta Stone. This is what I offer to all of my members over on my website. Yes, they get the fancy colored up one that looks like this and has all the projections and stats and optimals and everything you need, ownership uh, that you need to make the right decisions. But you're on the YouTube. I'm a poor show, so you're going to get the uh, you're going to get the you're going to get the white one that's all blanked out, you mother father, and you're going to like it. We're going to talk about these games. I'm going to run through a couple things, and then at the end, I will answer your questions as long as it doesn't get in the way of my pizza which is going to probably be somewhere around 4,000 calories. But let's face it, we're, go we're all in this week. We're all in. We're all in, okay? It's just New Year's will come. I've got to lose all my weight before the meetup because you don't want to look fat in pictures, all right? Um, you know how I've learned how to not look fat in pictures? You just don't take them. Little, little pro tip for you guys, another process tip there. If you don't want to look fat in pictures and you're fat, just don't take pictures. It's a little pro move I've learned over the years. New Orleans, Atlanta, it's in a dome, and I was praying Jameis Winston was going to start for Derek Carr, but it does look like Derek Carr is going to be there, which breaks my soul because if Jameis Winston was in, I would just I would, I would would probably go to the bank and take out another loan uh, on my house just to, just to put more money on this game. Uh, Derek Carr, look, he's serviceable, and this is one of those guys I'm talking about. Michael Thomas is out this week, so that does open up some value, right? That makes Shahid and Olave probably better plays. Problem is, Derek Carr freaking gets nerfed by Taysom Hill because when they get inside the 10, I guarantee you, Taysom Hill's running at least one, if not two plays down there, right? So Derek Carr starts to become unplayable just because Taysom Hill truly does ki kill his upside. I think Derek Carr will get 15 or 16 points tomorrow, but I think there's no chance he gets you know 25 or 30, and that's what we need to win GPPs. Alvin Kamara, 8,400. He's starting to come back down to earth. You know, $8,400, he's overpriced, but this is going to be a very nice game environment. I am super interested in these wide receivers. Olave is still due for that 30-point game. I've played him every week. You best believe my ass ain't stopping now. And Taysom Hill at tight end is really interesting, right? He catches touchdowns, he rushes touchdowns, and he throws touchdowns, right? He, he's, there's a good chance you're going to pay $5,000 and get six points from him. But there's just as good of a chance as you're going to pay $5,000 and get 21 points from him. Let's face it, on this tight end slate, $5,000 that can get you 21 points sounds pretty nutted to me. Going over to Atlanta, Desmond Ritter is back, which, you know, he, you know as much as the guy sucks, at 4800 bucks at home against Slapdick Saints, I, I know everybody likes to play like the Saints have a good defense, but whatever. Uh, Desmond Ritter is a guy we've already seen, I think, win two millionaire makers this year. So he is a guy that can sneaky put up those 23-point games. He does just enough with his legs, and if this game has any pace at all, he's a guy that could probably get 230 yards passing, 50 yards rushing, and maybe a couple touchdowns. Bijan really seems like he's taking over that backfield. I truly think he is due for a big game. If he doesn't do it here, I'm done with the mother father. But $6,500 at home in the Dome. This has everything. I think he's going to get 20-plus opportunities, which is your rushing attempts plus your targets. I think Drake London is interesting. We saw Drake London and Desmond Ritter at least have some type of chemistry. Uh, when Ritter's in there, he looks for London, right? So I think that's interesting. And I really just, you know, I, I, I just wish Jameis Winston was playing. I'd be all in on this game. Moving over to uh, uh, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, you can see we already have the uh, weather concerns. Uh, we have this game as radioactive just because the team suck. Kenny Pickett, I mean, look, the Steelers have a good record, which, by the way, I'm going to be on the Pat Mayo show tomorrow. So uh, we'll be talking about how bad the, the Steelers are, or at least I will. Maybe they're fans of the Steelers. I think they're 
fucking fraudulent. Uh, okay, so Kenny Pickett, he's not good. He's not good at football, nor is he good at fantasy football, and you shouldn't play him. Uh, Jalen Warren is good at football, and he's actually almost good at fantasy football. He just has to split so much of his work with Najee Harris that really kills his upside. But, man, at 5,400, he does seem like he has two touchdown equity. It's just I don't know that he's ever going to have those ceiling-type games when he's always getting nerfed by Najee Harris, getting about 45 to 50% of the work out of the backfield with him. Probably the best play for Pittsburgh, if you if you like twisted my arm behind my back and said you got to play Pittsburgh, I, first of all, I'd probably tell you to snap my arm. Uh, but if, if, if I decided I wanted to hold on to my arm that day, I probably would play Deontay Johnson. I think Deontay Johnson at $4,900 is still a fringe top 10 wide receiver in the NFL just on talent and can get there just on volume. 12 targets, he'll probably get 10 catches, 80 yards. If he falls on the box, he's nutted, right? So if, if you want to come into this game and grab a piece from the Pittsburgh side, I'd say probably Deontay. Cincinnati, just as gross, all right? You got Jake Browning in there. He's not that guy, pal. Okay, he's not Joe Burrow, so get over that. Uh, Joe Mixon could be a good in a good spot here, getting a lot of dump-off passes as Jake Browning. just like, oh, my God, they're rushing me, and he just keeps dropping it off. Uh, I could see that narrative playing out. I think Jamar Chase, you, I mean, it's just really hard to pay $8,300 for a guy that has a quarterback that we know just is not going to throw for 300 yards. Uh, you know, So if, if he throws for 200 yards, is Jamar Chase going to get 50% of all of that? I doubt it, Bob. Uh, Tyler Boyd is always interesting when T. Higgins is out, and, and if, if, if Burrow were playing, I'd be all over him, but he's not, so I'm not. And then Trent Irwin, if you want to go for that trap, you go right on ahead. But Trent Irwin, don't forget the one time that he did get that extra playing time, he got it almost all done with one catch, and he had Joe Burrow throwing him the ball. He ain't going to do those two things this time, Bob. Moving over to probably everybody's favorite game because it has the Holy Trinity, right? It's in a dome, it has a competitive total, and it has efficient offenses. That is the Holy Trinity that people look for. And if you really want to make it the Holy Quadrinity, it has uh, it, 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 it has cheap players, right? Nobody in this game is overpriced. There's not a single guy on this slate over or on this uh, in this game over seventy seventy one hundred dollars. Trevor Lawrence probably a cash lock with that team total. He looked really good last week, um, and he's just I don't think he's going to get you thirty, but I also think that he's never going to get you less than eighteen in this game. Seems pretty solid. I, I, Travis Etienne in a, is in a great bounce back spot here. Let everybody down last week, but he's still the dude there. They still have a big total. He is involved in all facets of the game. Uh, Zay Jones being back, I've heard the narrative that when Zay Jones is there, it really helps Ridley and hurts Kirk, but I think that's just been a coincidence. I don't think there's anything to that. There's no actual formation reason for that to be happening. I think that the I think that water finds its level this week, and we see Christian Kirk back to being the definitive number one wide receiver for Jacksonville. Going over to Houston, I mean, what do you want me to say? Oh, and Evan Ingram, also a very good option at tight end for Jacksonville, right? He's still due for that two-touchdown game. He's had no touchdown uh, 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 variance this year. He's just been on the shitty end of it. Well, he's had variance. It's just always on the shitty end. Houston, I mean, golly, I cannot believe C.J. Stroud 7,700, and I'm like, maybe like cj stroud he doesn't run he did like cj stroud is basically getting priced up to like patrick mahomes territory and he runs even less than patrick mahomes just insane right devin pierce is back uh, we don't know what his role is going to be but we do know that it's certainly going to cut into devin singletary who is now priced up at six thousand not a soul is going to play him the wide receivers i truly think tank dell has emerged as the number one wide receiver he just gets more targets he gets more valuable targets he gets more red zone targets he's almost everything but i think if everybody is going to play dell maybe the play is to play play Nico Collins. Do not forget he's out there just as much. He's getting r r almost as many targets uh, and he you know in a single game a little variance he could get there over Dell. I'm open to that and I think Dalton Schultz is the third guy I'd really want to play. You want to play John Mechie or old Bobby Trees you go right on ahead pal. 
Tampa Bay, Indianapolis, probably my favorite game on the slate. It's in a dome. It has a bunch of affordable options. It has a competitive total. And Indianapolis just sneaky loves to be in effing shootouts, Bob. Baker Mayfield at 5,500. He's too cheap. He's too cheap uh, on this slate. He's actually been pretty good this year. I've always said he's not a fantasy quarterback, and he's really not a fantasy quarterback. But he's kind of getting there, Bob. He's kind of, you know, like I would even consider him in a cash lineup. The big news that came out today is Rashad White has been downgraded to questionable. If he's out, that really changes things up. I think that uh, gives a lot of value to Chase Edmonds and, and to a lesser extent, Keyshawn Vaughn. We'll have to be watching that news. Fortunately, it's an early game. So if he's inactive, I think a lot of value opens up there for uh, Tampa Bay. And maybe the answer is you just really go with that Tampa passing game, thinking they're not going to be able to run with those two ass clowns. Mike Evans, clearly the number one wide receiver, but I will say Godwin is getting the targets uh, to have a good game. If he's ever going to do it, this seems like this would be a great environment to do it. And if you need a punt, Kate Otten is never off of the field. Consider him. For Indianapolis, Jonathan Taylor is going to be mega chalk. First of all, he's $6,900. Nice. And because of that, uh, uh, that and he's getting all the workload now, he's going to be a ruru popular. How popular? Ruru popular. So if you want to get, if you want to play this game, you want to play the Colts, and you want to be different, just go play a Gardner Minshew stack. Take Minshew and Pittman, or Minshew, Pittman, and Downs, or Minshew and Downs, or whoever you want to do, and just fade Jonathan Taylor and hope Jonathan Taylor has a solid game. He has two catches, 20 yards, 80 yards rushing, but he has no touchdowns. He only gets 12 points. Minshew throws for three touchdowns, 260 yards, right? And then hopefully he throws those touchdowns to uh, Pittman and Downs. And now not only have you gotten the leverage of playing a low-owned stack, you've also double leveraged by not by basically blocking out all the lineups that would have also had Jonathan Taylor, right? You're double correlating. So that's just a way to play the game if you're feeling a ruru saucy. Uh, New England and the Giants, not a lot to love here, but even ugly games need love too, right? And I think the one guy that's really catching my eye here, which by the way, we got to make sure Mac Jones is playing because they're, you know, like they're trying to bench his ass. But the one guy that's really standing out to me is Ramondre Stevenson. He is finally starting to get that workload that we anticipated he would. Yes, Zeke is still there. Zeke is still hawking, but Stevenson is getting involved in the pass game now. He's getting the goal line touches again. And honestly, if you want to know something, Ramondre Stevenson is just good at football. Just watch him run the ball and you'll be like, that guy's good. That guy, that guy is good, right? Yes. He I may be a little biased because he went to OU. Deal with it, pal. Um, but, but outside of that, I you know, DeMario Douglas now being up to 4,400, I just don't trust him. I don't love that game environment. Going over to the Giants, I think people are going to play our dude uh, Saquon, but uh, I don't know, Bob. I don't know. I just seventy three hundred bucks against the Patriots. You know, I, I could see him going for thirty, but I think uh, I think he has a really small floor, so maybe he's a good GPP play. But if you're jamming Barkley into your uh, cash lineups, uh, I just just buyer beware, brother. Carolina, Tennessee, I, here's my take on this one, right? Carolina, not good. <laughs> I know, I know. That's what you come here for, those spicy takes. I've given up on Bryce Young. He's just not good. They're, that offense is not good. Uh, now Miles Sanders has even eaten into Chuba Hubbard's role again when we thought it was clearly Chuba, so that's unplayable. Adam Thielen's still overpriced at 7300 I'm not going there. And Tommy just makes me tremble, so I'm not playing him. However, for Tennessee, you know I'm not playing all skinny, je skinny jeans Levi's, but I, I'm, I'm going to look you in the soul. I'm going to tell you something. I'm giving a real thought to one last stand on Derrick Henry. If there's ever a time that no one's going to play that guy, because me and John Gold JD used to have a rule. Nobody plays Derrick Henry. We play Derrick Henry. That was our rule. But then something changed called Derrick Henry now sucks, right? That's the new – so we have to reevaluate that rule. But here's what I'll tell you. If Derrick Henry has anything left in the tank, this seems like the kind of game at home in a positive script. He gets two touchdowns, 100 yards, maybe three catches for 30 yards. He gets you 30 points, and he's under 5% owned. That's how you break the slate, right? I would never, I would, ne I, I would literally just run him as a one-off. And it, it, he'll blow your lineups up, or he'll, he'll win you all the monies.
All right, let's get over to the late slate. I believe, what is it? Oh, there's four late slate games, right? Only six early. We got four late slate. And this first one is a game that I, I'm enamored with, man. It's in a dome. It has Kyler Murray, boomer fucking sooner again. Uh, and the Rams have Kieran Williams back. And I think he is going to make their offense so much better, right? You keep thinking the Rams have a good offense. And then you see, like, they only ever score 16 or 17 points. So they clearly don't have a good offense. But I think having Kieran Williams back is going to cure a lot of their, cure a lot of their problems. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and I, I really like the Rams uh, to push this game, which only makes me like Kyler Murray more, right? Especially if I get word that my boy Hollywood Brown's out, and now I can play Rondell Moore. I can play Greg Dortch. Of course, you can play Trey McBride. That guy is going to be donkey chalk, but if he's in my stack, I don't give a flying flip. And the best part is, is if you do want to run Kyler stacks, you have tremendous options. I think Kieran uh, 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 Williams is going to be an awesome play. I just think that he's going to come back and instantly be that guy again. Um, Maybe that's wishful thinking. I think Cooper Cup is still banged up. I think his production is going to be lower. I'm not worried about Puka Nakua, though. I think Puka Nakua is going to be a guy. So let me run it back with Puka. Let me run it back with Kieran and give me Kyler Murray stacks. Please let Hollywood be out. Last I saw, it's about 50-50. He's going to be out. He probably should have a status. Oh, he does have a status watch. We just added him, so everybody's status watch is one off here. So ignore those. The real stone, hopefully they caught that. Editor, make sure the real stone has Marquise Brown with the status watch and Rondell Moore status dependent and Dorch dependent, right? Make sure you get that fixed. Trey McBride is an absolute animal. Outside of Travis Kelsey, I think he is without question the best tight end on this slate. I know he's going to be chalky, and there's always a path to fading chalky tight ends. Always. But if you're if you're doing Kyler stacks or you're stacking this game, you've got to have him in there. I just don't see how this game could go off and Trey McBride doesn't get his slice of the pie. But if you don't think this game's going to shoot out or and or you hate chalky tight ends, then fade the shit out of him. And I think it's a pretty good play because any tight end at, four, at uh, 25%, get the fuck out of here. Cleveland-Denver, just just gross. It's just a gross game. DTR, you know, he actually does. He's a guy like Ritter, right? He's a guy that could, like, sneaky get you 20 points and get you there at 4,900, right? He has enough rushing upside that he can get you 40 rushing yards, rush for a touchdown, maybe throw for uh, 200 yards and pass for a touchdown. Now, all of a sudden, you got 22 points from him, right? Uh, Jerome Ford, I'm still a believer. I think that Cleveland is going to do well in this game, moving the ball. I think that they are going to run the ball on Denver, so I think Jerome Ford is viable. You just got to worry about Kareem Hunt being a whore and still in his touches. You know, these wide receivers, DTR can barely throw a forward pass, so paying $5,900 for Cooper doesn't really interest me. Maybe Elijah Moore at $3,700 for a punt just on a broken play, but I just think you're getting too cute there. If anything, I would just play David Njoku because DTR is going to be dropping it off to his tight end, freaking out the whole game. Moving over to Denver's side, I don't like anybody. I just I think Russell Wilson is dust. Uh, I, I, and, and, the, and Cortland Sutton, yes, he keeps getting these touchdowns, but if he the first game he doesn't get a touchdown, you're going to be like, oh, this guy sucks. He gets four catches for 40 yards every game. That's not good, especially for 5,400. So for me, the one guy I'd look for Denver is I truly think they realize Javante is the answer. He is super talented, and if they are in a script, which don't forget, they're favored by one point in this game. If they get in a script where he's ahead, Javante could be that guy that gets you four or five catches out of the backfield, Maybe you get lucky, he gets a 100-yard rushing bonus, and maybe he falls in the box once or twice. I do not mind Javante Williams in this game. I will tell you, I don't love running Ford and Javante against each other, but I do think uh, they're viable together. And I also like Brown uh, the Browns' defense correlated with Ford and the Broncos' defense uh, correlated with Javante. Matter of fact, that might be one of my favorite stacks right there because 3,200 is pretty affordable, and DTR, not afraid to turn the ball over. By the way, guys, keep hitting those likes over there, you mother fathers. Almost up to 100. I want to give away a couple tickets. Getting over to Kansas City and the Raiders. Oh Jesus! It's seven thirty. We gotta hurry up. We gotta hurry up. Uh, we've got uh, we've got the Chiefs and we have got um, 
uh, uh, the Raiders, the Chiefs, they're just so hard to stack on main slate. There's so many options there. Uh, Mahomes is a good play. I think Pacheco is probably the most interesting play. With Jarrett McKinnon out, I think you're going to see him off the field even less. He's going to be out there the whole game. I think people are going to flock to, uh, flock to Justin Watson at 3,000, the stone minimum. He is more involved. He is getting targets. But fun little fact, he drops every fucking important catch. Travis Kelsey at 8,200, so hard to pay that price, but he is definitively the best tight end. Just know that you're probably going to have to get 30 points from him, but the game isn't a dome against the Raiders, who do suck. For the Raiders, who are you playing? I think you consider probably Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams, like I always say, but at some point, like, how much are we going to let these guys kick us in the nuts before we just give up on them, right? My dogs are going crazy. Calm down, doggos. Uh, all right, last game, Buffalo-Philly. Probably going to, would be the chalkiest game on the slate if these teams weren't so expensive. Hold on. They're going crazy. Mom must be home or something. I don't know what's going on with those dogs. Uh, anyway, so this game would be the chalkiest if they weren't so expensive. Josh Allen, uh, 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 James Cook, Stefan Diggs, all very good plays, right? But here's the problem. It just gets so expensive to stack these teams, especially if you want to stack, uh, let's say you want to stack Josh Allen's Diggs and Shakur. Who are you going to run it back with? Swift, Brown, Devonta Smith. All of those guys get very, very expensive, and you're spending all your money in this game. And this game, I mean, there's a decent chance it could just be like a good, you know, 28-24 game, which is a very good game, and there'll probably be some yards and stuff in it. But, man, you're giving so much of your salary to that game that you basically are backing yourself into a corner that you need this game to shoot out. So if you're going to come in here and stack this game, I, you better there better be some punts that you like, right? Hell, even Dalton Kincaid at 5,300 is pricey as shit, right? So it's like, who are you trying to punt with? You're going to go play Zucchini? Like, who are you playing? There's just not a lot of great punt options. A lot of people are just going to naturally go to Shakur, but, like, I'm telling you, that's just a trap, man. That's just a trap to play those $3,000 receivers because they've been getting the volume. Uh, I, you know, I like to look at things in totality. I, I'm, a little, I'm a little nervous, all right? With all that said, you know, I think there's great ways to come in here and get a piece of this game. A, a one-off Dalton Kincaid doesn't gross me out. A one-off uh, uh, DeAndre Swift. A one-off A.J. Brown I really like, right? Hope he, you know, he had such a bad game last week. We just hope that uh, uh, regression finds its mean and he has another one of his monster games. You just come in and get him. Yeah, Jalen Hurts gets 25 points, but Brown gets 35 points, and you go play some cheap quarterback that also gets 22, you're going to be in a, such a better spot than uh, Jalen Hurts just getting you 3x, right? So those are some things I'm going to be looking to do. There's no way I'm not going to have some action in this game. I'm going to be playing some guys from this game, but I'm going to ask myself, how can I play guys from this game a little bit different than everybody else is? All right, let's get to the drawing. The big guy wants some pizza. Uh, hey, come check out my site, DGen75. This is going to be the best month all year to sign up. We have PGA. You got Tiger Woods at the Hero World Challenge. We got NFL, NFL Showdown every week. And then, of course, we got college football bowl season rolling around. If you haven't played college football DFS, just say you hate life. Okay, just say you hate life. We have a whole bunch of winners. My site isn't about, ooh, I'm a moderator and I win, so you come to my site and you'll win. None of that stupid shit. We celebrate the winners of my community over here. As you can see, we've had an awesome week. Uh, can't wait to put up next week. It's been awesome. And, oh, yeah, I have a tool that is like, you know, you should be able to have all the things that the good players have without having to, you know, pay $300 a month for a subscription. So I try to offer competitive uh, uh, resources and content and uh, do it in a way that you are not having to remortgage your house. This is called the Rosetta Stone, my tool that I put out for all my members. Uh, if you've ever wanted to try out the website, simply just go sign up for my newsletter. Link is in the description. You let support DGN75 know they'll give you a free week on the website, okay? All right, here is for uh, editor. I see 95 likes. Give me five more likes. Uh, this is for my Twitter people right here. Editor, in the chat, go ahead and draw me a name uh, uh, for uh, to build a millionaire maker ticket with me tomorrow. From Twitter, our winner is... Hey, that is that Ty Sly? I don't know. Uh, uh, Shavosky. 
Shavalooski. I don't know how to say your name, Ty. But there you go. That's what it is, all right? Uh, reach out to the big guy on Twitter, on the Discord. Either way, we'll build a lineup together. Romy, dude, Romy's running fire hot. Romy is fire hot. Do not mess with Romy. He is on fire. Andy's my homie. Romy is my homie. Once we get up to 100 likes, editor, I want you to preemptively go ahead and uh, drop another drawing for it. Uh, let's see. Oh, there's Devin Neal. Just run him wild. Devin Neal, run him wild. Okay, sorry. Back to the questions. I only got 10 minutes. The pizza's calling my name. Listen, listen, listen. Did you guys hear that? That was a deep, deep dish. Wait, what was it? Deep dish Detroit-style pizza calling my name just west of here. I can hear it. I can hear it. I can hear it. All right, editor. I'm seeing 100 likes. Go ahead and uh, do that drawing. Uh, I'm going to get over to the stone, and I'm going to answer some questions. Uh, let's see. Oh, pumpkin swag. Oh, man. It is pumpkin season. No wonder why he would win. All right, answering questions. If I see more than two, I'm going to boot your ass. All right, Amazing Asian says, do you think Tampa stack will be chalky under this radar? I do, just because I, 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 you're going to be disappointed. I think it'll probably be somewhere in that 8 to 10% range. So, yes, it will be relatively chalky. But if you love it, don't get off of it for 8 to 10%. I think to get off of a stack, it needs to be north of 15% to really get off of it. That's just my opinion. Uh, Mr. James Moran, do you like Kyler Granson at tight end this week? I really don't. I just watch their games, and, like, he just doesn't get the ball, bro. It just doesn't. I, it's 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 tilting my tits. Minshew mini stack with Pittman makes a lot of sense. I don't mind it. Uh, let's go sweating college football on four screens. DJ on the fifth. Well, I'll tell you what, I am too. Uh, let's see. Yo, hit the like button, DJ Nation. Let's go. Uh, all right, Big Drake says, as a Bama fan, should I play all Alabama alumni in my NFL content since they have a horseshoe shoved up their ass? No kidding. That was the luckiest fucking touchdown I've ever seen, dude. Like, it was so, so, so lucky. That was garbage. But you know what? Good teams seem to get really lucky, don't they? So, yeah, more power to them. I'm past that hating Bama stage of my life. Uh, Njoku slept on this week. I mean, I guess, uh, you know, if I were going to play a pass catcher with DTR, it would be him. How about them pokes? Yeah, I mean, that was a good win. I mean, they tried their hardest to choke. They tried the poke choke, but they said, no, 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 no. BYU's like, we got dibs on being the shitty team. What's your favorite pizza? Well, the to, to, here in Oklahoma City, we don't have a great pizza scene, but I have find this Detroit-style pizza place that's ruru good. Uh, ruru good. Uh, how are we going to split that money when we build the winner tonight, boss? Oh, my God. He called his – he fucking called his shot. Look at that. He called his shot and then won. What a mother father. Get the fuck – and now if we win, that's the shit of legends. Which, by the way, the guy that won the college football main contest today for $50,000 literally had a guy get a zero burger. Just a running back who just for no reason got sat today, and the guy still won the fucking contest. Unbelievable. Power to that guy. What was his name? Hicks, I think. Imp impressive shit. How worried are you about Rashad White showing up in the injury report today? Pretty worried, Bob. Pretty worried. It is very rare that guys get downgraded throughout the week. It's almost always an upgrade. So that makes me think there's some real smoke there. Some real smoke. Uh, already answered what kind of pizza. Should we uh, target the Bengals since the Steelers are falling apart? No. They still play defense over there. Uh, do you ever have a day off, Mother Father? Yeah. Uh, the day I die will probably be my first day off. The weather's getting colder. Is it Henry time? I think so. I, I, I think I've talked myself into it, bro. Uh, and, uh, man, enjoy your pizza. On a Mahomes-Pacheco stack, no run back. You know, I don't mind that because Mahomes passes it around. Maybe he gets three touchdowns. Maybe you get lucky. He drops one off to Pacheco. If I were going to stack Mahomes, I would probably say my favorite guy to stack him with is Pacheco and maybe even Watson. I don't even hate that. At $3,000, he's mispriced, right? He is mispriced for the volume he's getting, right? Uh, let's see. First time watching you live. Watched the other day. First time. Hey, Dave, thanks for being here, you motherfucker. All right. Uh, let's see. With wide receiver one points, uh, one point perception, other f uh, 
What situation do you feel is ideal to defer to the running back at the flex? Uh, if I really like three running backs and I want to get them in there, but typically I am using my wide receiver in the NFL for flex, which is funny because at college football, I almost always use it for a running back. Uh, I want to know the big guy's toppings are. I'm going with the, the big pep. It's a pound of pepperoni on that Detroit-style pizza. That's what I'm going with tonight. I uh, didn't eat pepperoni for like 15 years. Now I'm back eating it. I got to make up for lost time. <laughs> you motherfucker. Uh, all right. Why not just get it via Uber Eats? I like to get out. I literally haven't left my house today, Nathan. I've not been out of the house today, and I want to get out of the fucking house, so I'll go pick it up. I, I, I enjoy it. Plus, I really like the owner there, and I bullshit with him for a few minutes. And I kind of like to watch him be like, is that a pound of pepperoni? Let me see you weigh it. No, I'm not that fat. I mean, maybe I am, but, but only figuratively. Not literally. Not literally. Highest owned quarterback. Uh, you know what? Let me just go over here and look at my things real quick. Uh, ownership, quarterbacks. Highest owned quarterback we have is Trevor Lawrence. There you go. That's the kind of shit you can have when you have the solver. Open to any slimy quarterbacks. You know I'm always open to slimy quarterbacks. You think Josh Allen will catch ownership after last week's performance? Yes. That he is going to get owned in that game, I promise you. I promise. How do you ultimately pick the last guy into your lineups? Projections or game? Uh, yeah, I like to. I, I pick my player pool based on the game environments I want to be in, and then I kind of let the solver do the work. It takes out all of my human biases and really gives me the best lineups. I, you know, this is the I, I've won 13 GPPs this year, the most I've ever won, and I think it's largely just because this is the first year I've ever used an optimizer. It always been a hand builder up until this year. I still basically have the same process, other than I just trust the solver to build my lineups for me. It it kind of it, it kind of comes up with some icky shit I wouldn't otherwise come up with do you ever play uh early or late slate i don't dave but that's just honestly because i get so busy I, I think they're great slates to play i think i know some people who don't even play main slate they just go play that early and that late and if that's what you're comfortable with do it just like on thanksgiving i said if you don't like this three game main slate just go play three showdown slates you don't gotta follow anybody's rules do what you feel most comfortable at right at pga i play way more showdown than i do week long because that's what i'm comfortable with bob uh levi's and young in a shootout against each other i doubt it bob um, let's see. Uh, is it crazy to play two quarterbacks in the Superflex? I think that's almost exclusively what you should do, Bob. Could Spears be sneaky too? I, I think so, but as I've told you, on main slates, I just don't usually like to play backup running backs. That's just part of my process. You do you, boo. You do you. All right. Uh, does OU still have a shot in the playoff? Not at all. Not at all. Uh, thank God, because we get embarrassed if we made the playoff. Uh, uh, Taylor fade ownership too high. Let me go look at his ownership. What do we currently have him at? We have Jonathan Taylor at 32%. I was going to say over 30 is getting a little meh. So he's right there on the cusp. And he just strikes me as the guy that's really going to get steamed up tonight. So it wouldn't surprise me if he's 40, especially in some of the contests I play. I bet he'll be high owned. How many hats do you have? I'd say about 30. About 30 people send me a lot of hats, bro. I hardly pay for any of these. Literally, I think every hat I wear on here, somebody sent me. What do you want me to say? The people fucking love me, bro. Uh, are you done with King Henry? I don't think I'm done with him quite yet. Can we avoid the Jacksonville-Houston game? I don't think so, Jacob. I, I, I'm going to have some pieces of that game. You know, like uh, maybe a Nico Collins or something like that. Just try to get in there. Uh, maybe a ETN. Just try to get some good guys from that game that maybe not everybody's going to own because I just really feel like that game's going to have a lot of yards and probably a solid amount of points, right? Uh, for this particular main slate, are you more likely to stack with quarterbacks as one-offs or secondary stacks? For this particular, more likely to play. Oh, my running backs will almost certainly be probably one-offs. I, I I can already think of three running backs I really like that are all one-offs. Do you think the current state of ETN is a regression to the mean, or is I I mean he could be getting worn down, but I'm gonna give him one more week to show that he can regress to the mean. Pittman a lock. I like Pittman quite a bit. If I play Minshew, he'll be a lock, Bob. Uh, would you run Minshew and Taylor? Yeah, I guess you could. I just would rather play Minshew and get off of Taylor because they don't. They could play nicely together, but they don't always play nicely together, right? 
Uh, let's see. Is it good or a bad idea to create 150 lineups and put 100 of them in, uh, in five 20 max tournaments? Uh, I mean, you can do that. I, I don't think that the difference between the 20 max strategy and the 150 max strategy is not a real big difference, right? Uh, jalapenos or green peppers, sir? I don't want to be on the shitter all night, so neither. Um, let's see. What are we doing? All right. Comment God. Do you like Kyler Murray McBride stacks or viable? If Hollywood's out, I do. If Hollywood plays, I'm staying away from that shit. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pray and hope. But if Hollywood's out, my ass be in there. Uh, let's see. Uh, is naked Allen or Hurts viable way to go in that game? I don't think you can. Allen can be naked. He's going to need at least one. I think the best way to play those guys is skinny stack them. Just do it with one guy, you know, or rather that's A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, whoever, and just hope that they really give all of their action to that guy, right? All their action. What a weird statement. Uh, favorite stack, David, you must be new. I don't do fucking picks. Sorry, bro. Uh, do you like Najoku as a dart throw? <laughs> you know, I don't mind him. I don't mind him. Uh, I, it's just such a good tight insight. I don't know that that's where I really want to get different, right? Got the optimizer rolling. Need to watch a few tutorials. Kevin, over in archives on the Discord, I have everything in there. Uh, or on the website. I think they're over there too, right? All right, guys. I think I got through all the questions. 150 people in here who I know want me to get off here right now and go get me a fat kid pizza. I just, I'm just eat it all up as I can hear myself getting fatter and I don't give a shit. It's, it's Thanksgiving weekend. If you don't put on 10 pounds, you're not fucking doing it right. If you want to judge me, I don't care because this pizza is probably going to mean I'm not going to live more than a couple more years anyways. So I don't give a shit. Thank you guys all for being here. It has been fun. It has been real. I hope you guys do well tomorrow. Do not forget to go hop in my contest. Do not forget to check out djn75.com. I will see you again Monday for the Monday Night Football Show. Good luck tomorrow, you mother fathers. Enjoy this outro as I run to get pizza.